The Black and White Network presents The Credit Connection, a program sponsored by Cambridge Credit Counseling, an industry leader in providing advice and help to those who have concerns about their credit. With interest rates rapidly rising, your cost of credit is also draining your budget. This program will help you as consumers manage your credit to the best possible outcome. You will learn what's happening with interest rates, what the forecast might be for the directions of rates. You will be kept updated on the pricing of different credit products. You'll find out what credit products to stay away from and ones to use. You will learn strategies that can help you get control of your credit and keep it under control for you and your family. Cambridge Credit Counseling is a nonprofit organization dedicated to provide you information and guidance so you can make the right decisions. So let's join our hosts, Dan Perkins and Gordon Oliver. Welcome to the premiere episode of uh, The Credit Connection. We're expanding the network again, and we've brought to our, our show um, Gordon Oliver, who is the Director of Development for the Credit the Cambridge Credit Counseling Organization. And we're gonna have him on regularly, at least once a week, talking about the products and services and particular issues that might be important to you as listeners to the Black and White Network. So Gordon, thank you for joining us today. Dan, thanks for having me, really excited to be on the show. So we're, we're excited to have you. We know this is a very big problem facing millions upon millions of Americans. And our job is to help people um, with a credible company and you clearly fit the bill. Tell us a little bit about uh, Cambridge. Yeah, so uh, Cambridge has been in business since 1996. We, uh, I keep saying it's our 25th anniversary recently, but actually this November will be our 26th year of business. And we started off with what is still our flagship program, which is credit counseling and what's called the debt management program, where we help people that are struggling with high credit card interest rates and a very tight budget. Um, we've helped over 2 million people on that plan over the years. And obviously in the economic times we're in, um, you know, there were things that happened during the pandemic that we'll get into that actually caused people to do quite well. But as things changed, like there were moratoriums where you didn't have to pay your mortgage and still student loans are on moratorium and potentially being extended again. So the credit counseling and debt management service is something that we've provided for a really long time. We're licensed or registered in all 50 states to help consumers across the nation. And then as time went on, we, we added some services because of the need for consumers to get help with additional things like um, their mortgages, uh, foreclosure inter interventions. So if someone is struggling with their mortgage payment, which we did see in the pandemic as we came out, um, we have uh, uh, foreclosure intervention services. We do uh, housing counseling in general, like first time home buyer courses for people that are trying to get into a home for the first time. We do default counseling, um, reverse mortgage counseling. That's the one where senior citizens that are 55 or older will go to remove equity out of their home. And one of the uh, protections that, that, that HUD has put in place is you have to go to a HUD certified credit counseling agency to get educated and certified. They actually have to get a certificate where they take that back to the mortgage company and can't get funded if they haven't gone through the counseling. So it's a protection measure to separate senior citizens from the, the mortgage broker information so they exactly know 
what they're getting themselves into, pros and cons. And then student loan counseling has been something we've been doing since about 2014 because as a byproduct of debt problems, student loans have become a, a true burden for many, many consumers. And there are different strategies and different ways to handle those loans through various programs that are available. So we do that counseling as well. We're speaking with Gordon Oliver, who was the <clears throat> director of business development for Cambridge Credit Counseling. One thing we didn't talk about, and I, I, I want the audience to understand, um, you're a nonprofit. Why did you decide to become a nonprofit? Well, um, so 501c3 nonprofit um, since inception. And one of the reasons is that the creditors that we work with don't really participate in many cases with for-profit entities. So there are for-profit services out there that we'll get into that you know, advertise and market people to do certain things that really are harmful to their credit situation. Um, so as a 501c3 nonprofit, a lot of our certifications and a lot of the state laws require us to be a nonprofit. And really quite frankly, the, the funds that we generate, a lot of the information and education we provide is at no cost to the consumer. And the revenue that comes in comes either via some fees for some services that we provide that are very low, or we do a lot of grant process with the banks because of the education and counseling that we offer. And then there are some concessions called fair share contributions that the banks will pay to us for helping save their consumers from not being able to pay the debt that they owe. Um, ladies and gentlemen, when I spoke with, I've been speaking with Gordon a, a number of times because we were interviewing him and doing our due diligence for him and his company. And <clears throat> these are really terrific people there. They're conscientious. They have your interest at heart. Um, and I, I was amazed, and we'll, we'll talk a little bit about some of your products. I was amazed at the number of products and services that you offer for free. Absolutely. And let's, let's spend a, a few minutes, let's talk about the portfolio. Let's start off with just kind of a, a quick one or two sentence description of the various products, and then we can go into detail a little bit. Yeah, so credit counseling is a free service that we offer to consumers who are having difficulty paying their credit card and unsecured bills like medical bills, uh, personal loans, lines of credit, et cetera. So we do a free debt analysis that um, helps the consumer know what their options are, along with potential programs that we offer. Uh, what is usually a tie into that is a debt management program. So debt management programs are where we work directly with all the major credit card uh, banks that offer benefits for a consumer that wants to pay their bills through that plan. And they get benefits that include reducing interest rates and also being out of debt in an average of 48 months by participating on that plan. And through that counseling, we figure out if that's a viable option. Uh, housing counseling is, we're approved by the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development, which is HUD, to provide a various um, variety of housing-related counseling services throughout the country. And again, these services are foreclosure intervention and default counseling, rental counseling, first-time homebuyer courses. Um, I spoke briefly about reverse mortgage uh, services, student loan counseling. We have a product on our website that costs $39.95 where a student loan borrower can upload their federal loans and answer some algorithm questions like what their family size is, income, and then it provides a report that tells the consumer all of their repayment options, including loan forgiveness, and then they can talk to a counselor at no cost 
with that report to help them narrow down what their options are. If people don't want to participate with that engine, um, we do the counseling for free. So if people call in with questions, we basically steer them in the direction that they're in when we learn a little bit about their situation. And then lastly, well, not lastly, but bankruptcy counseling, um, we're approved by the U.S. Department of Justice to provide bankruptcy counseling. So when a consumer goes to a, a bankruptcy attorney, before they file, they have to go through credit counseling as an attempt to work with the consumer, to build skills, to work on a budget, to prevent them from going down that bankruptcy road again by getting them set up with tools and, and a plan to handle their situation after the bankruptcy. And then as a requirement of the court, after the bankruptcy is filed, they also have to come back for post-bankruptcy counseling, which we also provide. And then if you go on the website, which is cambridgecredit.org, our financial education center is full of videos, forms, budget uh, documents, journalizing of expenses, and it all is at no cost. So if you go to cambridgecredit.org, you go into the financial education section, and you can basically seek out any information on all uh, topics that deal with debt management and credit. When I spoke with uh, Gordon last week, he was telling me about a client that he was involved with who had $120,000 of student loan. Yep. Tell him that story. Yeah, so, um, and this kind of gets into the scam realm of things. When we work with student loan consumers, there's all kinds of headlines and confusing things that are out there. When we do our student loan counseling, this person, just one of many examples of someone that has $120,000 in debt, they work for what's called a... Uh, eligible employer when it comes to public service loan forgiveness. So um, to get your loans forgiven, there are three requirements that you need. One is you need to work for an eligible employer, which is federal government, state, city, municipality, public servants, 501c3 nonprofits, just like what Cambridge is. So you need to work for an eligible employer. You need to have direct loans, which are federal direct loans. And then you need to be on a qualified repayment program uh, and make 120 payments on that repayment program. Once you've done so, your loans will be forgiven. And we'll get into this. This is a big discussion we'll have on one of our segments so we can teach people about this. But with this consumer, we're working on getting them um, their loans forgiven through a waiver process that exists that started in October of 2021 and expires on Halloween of this year. But if there are any of those requirements other than the employer that weren't met, through this waiver process, we can help a consumer fix problems that prevented them from getting their loans forgiven, which is what that counseling is all about. Amazing. Um, <clears throat> yes. Um, how can you afford to do it for free? So, uh, so that's a great question, Dan. And uh, we don't fundraise like a typical nonprofit. So a lot of the funding that we get comes from the banks through the debt management program. So let me explain that process to you. We do the counseling for free. If a consumer um, is viable to do a debt management program, we send them all the details and what that uh, basically comes down to is what their payment will be, where their interest rates will go, how many months it will take them to be out of debt, any fees that we charge. The fees that we charge a consumer on a debt management plan are state regulated and there's two fees. So if they join the debt management program, the first fee is the initial fee that we charge to set their accounts up with their creditors. That averages about $35. And then there's a monthly service fee when the consumer pays us, we pay the creditor. Um, and that fee averages around $29 to service the account. But the big 
important part that we show the consumer is the amount that they would pay in interest being stuck at 22, 23, 25% at a tight budget where they can only make the minimums. And in economic times like now, a lot of people are putting things on their credit cards because the cost of everything has gone up, but they're not paying that amount month to month. So the balances are rising, interest rates get higher because they're higher risks. So this plan through that uh, debt management plan and the benefits gets them out of debt with a one simple payment that's usually about 25% less than they're paying on their own and they're out of debt quicker. So the creditors, when we pay them, they either give us what's called a fair share contribution. So out of $100 that we said the creditor per se, we would get 6% back from a creditor as an example. So that would be $6. The consumer gets 100% credit for the payment. They just give us that contribution for helping this consumer not go bad on the debt. And then we apply for grants to many of these banks for projects, services, the free education that we provide. We provide the statistics of all the great work that we do to the banks where we apply for grants to help fund what we do. It appears based on what I'm hearing, and we're almost out of time in the segment. When we come back, we're going to talk about specifically about debt the, the debt management program. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> but it seems to me that um, we're in more trouble as a country than we've, we've been in a long time. We came out of the pandemic and reality of us having to get going. So when we come back, we want to talk about a specific product that you have to offer. Again, for the help of our audience, how do they get a hold of your organization? Well, I think on the website that you have, there's a landing page they can actually go to uh, that basically will allow them to either call an 800 number to talk to a certified counselor, or they can fill out a simple web application name, email address, and that will get submitted so a counselor will call them. Um, to be able to get on the line with them and talk about their situation and see what potential help we can offer for that. And is this all confidential? It is all confidential, absolutely. And you don't sell the list of names to somebody else? We are not in that business for sure. All right. We'll be right back with Gordon. Thanks, Dan. The Biden administration is proposing a $300 billion forgiveness program for certain student loans. And within days of signing the executive order, the administration and the media talked about a $500 billion forgiveness. And now some forecasters are suggesting upwards to $1 trillion over the next 10 years. Do you qualify for federal student loans? What do you need to do to find out if you do? And what is the best option for you in getting and paying for student loans? Cambridge Credit Counseling has special unbiased program for students and their families on selecting the best student loans. This program can help you figure out what is the best thing to do if you're thinking about applying for loans or if you have loans and you want to know what's the best solution for paying them off. You need to call Cambridge Credit Counseling at 855-435-2066. That's 855-435-2066 and get help from experts. Welcome back to the Credit Connection. And we're with Gordon Oliver, who is the division or director of business development for Cambridge Credit Counseling. And we're going to take this second segment. We're going to talk about probably one of the biggest issues in the country, and that is credit card debt and what's changed with the consumer and how inflation and other factors uh, are influencing the amount of credit card debt that tens of millions of Americans are, are taking on. So let's talk about your debt counseling operation as it, as it relates to say for credit cards. 
Yeah, so um, I had been certified counselor for many years and I've helped many people work through their situations. And the, the fact of the matter right now is, and everybody knows it and is feeling it, it's not a joke. The cost of goods across the board have gone up substantially. And even businesses and small businesses have been raising their prices because the cost of goods to a small business, the restaurants, um, everything has gone up. Chicken has gone up just an insane amount as far as the cost to a restaurant, potatoes, every possible uh, thing that we purchase, whether we're a business or a consumer, uh, has gone up. Gas has gone up. Coffee has gone up. Just again, these expenses have translated to uh, the consumer having to spend more money when they aren't necessarily making more money. So obviously that causes strain. And for many people in the pandemic, and I wanted to set um, where we're at today from our perspective, in the pandemic, people actually did quite well because in the beginning of it, credit was shut down because people weren't going out. There was still online shopping and whatnot, but to go out to restaurants, restaurants were closed uh, in many cases. To go was still available, but to go out to, for the restaurant experience, closed. A lot of stores, restrictions, closed. So people sat home, didn't spend as much money, and there was some stimulus money that was paid out to people. And a lot of, in a lot of cases, and this was reported, that people were actually making more money unemployed than they would employed, which has caused some new problems for the whole employment um, landscape. But as the pandemic moved on, there were moratoriums on mortgages and rent where people didn't have to pay those bills because they had extra money in their budget. Then when those moratoriums ended, people started tightening up again. And that, at that same time, we had supply chain issues, which we still have, which again has, has uh, translated to the cost of goods going up. And then the student loan moratorium where people didn't have to make their payments and for federal loans, they're right now at 0% with no uh, required payment. Of course, we'll tell people at 0%, you should be making payments because it's gonna help you knock your debt down faster. But some people are simply just not taking advantage of that or their budget's already tight because of the increases and they can't make payments. So that moratorium, which um, you know, is still in place, it's giving people that free money in their budget. Now, when they put that payment back where um, hundreds of thousands of people are gonna need to start making their student loan payments again, again, it's gonna tighten the budget. So what has that translated in? I'll read you a couple of headlines, Dan. Americans are racking credit card debt up again. This was as the mortgage forbearance ended. Then there was a recent article uh, on AOL that said credit card borrowing increased in June at the fastest annual rate since 2005. So for the listeners, if you just uh, internet search credit card applications, credit card usage, you'll see some of the alarming statistics that are being um, conveyed that people are spending on credit cards and not paying them down again, which is putting people in a place where a lot of their money is going to interest rates. There's a was an interesting story that I saw repeated many, many times. And it was dealing with the families, especially the poor, poorer families, that they had to choose to put gas in the car so dad could go to work to try and earn some money to pay for food. Absolutely. But as the price of gas went up, there was less and less money available 
uh, to buy food. And there were people who actually decided to quit their jobs because they couldn't afford to buy the gas to get to work and feed their family. Absolutely. And, and, and we don't hear much about those stories. We, we do hear about, as you pointed out, that credit card debt is up and interest, inter, interest rates because of the, the recent Fed moves has moved um, credit cards uh, to a national average of about 21.3% interest. And um, that really eats into uh, your ability to pay down your credit card debt and you wind up trying to pay the minimum payment, which will probably never get you out of debt. And so we, we, I'm concerned that we're setting up a, a, a failure in this sense, Gordon, is that um, there's a battle going on between Wall Street and the Fed at the moment. Yep. Wall Street thinks that the Fed is done raising interest rates and that they've got inflation under control. And the Fed is saying, no, we're not. And no, we haven't. And so uh, we, we saw somewhat of a rally um, in the markets uh, from the mid-June low. But interest rates now on, for example, the 90-day the T-bill are at the highest level in, in, in years. Um, and it, mortgage rates are up. And so credit card interest rates are up. And so the, the debt acquisition is adding to the shortfall of the, of the budget of a household to be able to pay its bills. And so they take on more and more and more credit card debt and yes. eventually get into serious trouble. How can well, your- that, Just a quick thing that I, I wanna make sure that this discussion um, brings out that's very important. Mental health, right? We do a lot of work where Cambridge Credit Counseling actually becomes an employee benefit because in Fortune Magazine, if you search for this article, the title is low wage employees report high levels of financial stress and it's impacting their productivity in the workplace. So what is this, uh, well, along with all the other stress, the high rise of costs of goods, energy, gas, et cetera, the stress of now building this debt up is now causing people to be very unhappy, very stressed out. And for employers, it causes problems in the workplace with productivity, quality, morale. So it's just a big problem all across the board. So tell us now that we've, we've fairly well defined the problem. Yep. How can Cambridge Credit Counseling and their services help alleviate some of that stress and, and, and tension? Okay, and if anybody wants to contact us, they can go to cambridgecredit.org forward slash BW dash podcast for the black and white network. So if they want us to talk to a counselor, they can do that. They can also email me at goliver at cambridgecredit.org if they have questions. So the, the real answer to your question, credit counseling is very simple. You start by making a phone call or filling out an app. A certified counselor will reach out to you, the consumer. And the first thing that we do is find out what your situation is to understand how you got to where you're at with being overwhelmed with credit card debt. The second thing we do is a comprehensive budget where we go over the income and expenses so we can see money coming in, mortgage, rent, car payments, insurances, groceries, gas, entertainment, all the things that the income is being divulged to. 
And usually what happens when people call in, we find at the end, people are either right up to the limit of spending all the income, or they're even upside down a little bit. And what happens is credit cards and unsecured bills usually are the first thing to suffer. So in inflationary times like we're in, because the cost of goods are going up, people are putting more money on their credit cards, expenses, and a lot of people just bail on the budget because they're just, they know what they have coming in and they're gonna make it last the best they can. So by doing this budget, we get to see what the story is. Then we pull a credit report, it's a soft report, so it doesn't have any impact on the consumer's credit. So we make sure all the secured bills are on the budget and then we take a look at the credit cards and it'll tell us what the balances are. We get the interest rates from the consumer. And then the debt management plan, we would then look into, and the debt management plan works very simple. We combine the credit card payments into one simple monthly payment. So the consumer makes a payment to us, and then we distribute the payments out to their creditors. Now, the reason it makes sense to do it in many cases is if the consumer is being charged 22, 23, 25% interest, we're able to get the interest rates reduced because we have relationships with the credit card companies. These are not negotiations. These are policies that we have with the credit card companies to get reduced interest rate. The average rate that a consumer will pay will be around 8%. Some charge a little bit more, 9.9, 12%. Some even go as low as 0%. We break that down for the consumer to show them where their interest rates will go on the plan. And then if they choose to move forward, we send them the paperwork so they can review the budget, review the debt management plan, they sign off on it, and then we get them started. Um, couple notations, um, when people go through a debt management program, the average time frame that they'll pay their debts off is about 48 months. And one key piece is uh, the reduction in the monthly outgo. So typically when a consumer's got high interest rates and they're high risk, they're being billed at 3%. On the program, we typically get their payments down by about 25% of what they had to pay with the higher interest rates. So it's, it frees up money in their budget to be able to make sure that they can be more comfortable in paying the bills. Gordon, one of the things that I, I, I really want to ask you is that when a person begins to realize they have a problem and they pick up the phone and they call you yep. you take them through the process are most people surprised at, i i can't think of a, a, a better way to say it are most people surprised at how bad off they are yeah because it's almost an awakening and the, what i can tell you that's also very important is statistically dan if four people come to our counseling one out of four will join the debt management program. The other three are sent away with some advice on how to make cuts in the budget, an action plan on things they can look into to try to benefit their situation. So at minimum, even if they don't take advantage of the debt management plan, the credit counseling doesn't cost anything. And it gives the borrower or the consumer a sigh of relief because they've at least talked to somebody and they've actually left the counseling session with a plan. Uh, out of those four, one or two of them will try to do it on their own and may come back and look at the debt management program again. So worst case scenario, the consumer gets to talk to a certified counselor, we look at the budget, doesn't cost them anything, send them an action plan, give them some ideas, and then they can go back to their situation and work on it. If they need our help eventually again, they can always call back uh, to talk to a counselor. You, uh, you indicated when I spoke with you last week that your phones are ringing off the hook. Yeah. 
Well, we have other services too, like housing counseling, very busy. We actually are operating on a HUD grant right now to help people that have fallen behind on their mortgage as a result of the, the pandemic or their rents or utilities. So we're very busy there. And I know we're going to run out of time. So I want to make sure for the listeners, if you want to call to talk to a counselor, the number is 855-435-2066. That's 855-435-2066. We are certainly here to help in any way that we can. Thank you. We've been speaking with Gordon Oliver, the Director of Business Development at Cambridge Credit Counseling. And you've we've kicked off the first show with a lot of information. And uh, we know that you're going to do a great job of taking care of our listeners. Thanks for joining us. U.S. Uh, and, and in closing, um, all we do is help people here. That's all we do. And we know this is bad times for people with debt problems, student loans, housing crisis, credit card debts, medical bills. We're here to help in any way that we can. And we're really so thankful to you, Dan, for including us and allowing us to come on to offer this advice to people that might be struggling. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. And we'll be right back.